to Create Your Pathway. I'm your host, Rory. I interview real people in real jobs so you can know what they're really like. Today, we're talking about education, and I'm interviewing two people. Tyler Camp works at Itawamba Community College, or ICC, as most people call it around here, and Dr. Derek Markley works at the Tupelo campus of the University of Mississippi. Now, they work in the part of education that's specifically higher education, so college, university, grad school. And between the two of them, they have a lot of insight into what goes on behind the scenes with administration and faculty and actually like running a campus. But the education field is super big, all the way from like very early childhood education, primary education, secondary education, and then on up. So obviously the first thing we tend to think of is teachers. And then maybe the second thing you might think of is like being a coach or on the athletic staff at a university. But there's all kind of different positions and roles and specialties that you can have in an education setting. So the thing I want you to listen for in this interview is what makes it meaningful for them to actually work in education. So let's say you major in accounting. You could go do accounting in a lot of different places, but there are some reasons you'll hear in this video why it might be special to do it in the field of education. Let's step into the interview now. We may bounce back and forth a little bit. I wanted to start, uh, maybe Tyler, let me start with you. Uh, tell me your role, or maybe, let me tell me your title, and then obviously a title does not encapsulate everything that you do day to day, right? So roll that into what do you actually do in a day to day basis? And then after Tyler, uh, we'll hear from you, Derek. All right. So um, a special assistant to the president and chief of staff at Itawamba Community College, that is all encompassing of so many things. Yeah. Um, I like to joke and tell people that at the bottom of my job description, it says other duties as assigned. <laughs> and day to day, it's everything from legislative work, um, working with our legislators to make sure mm. that bills are being passed to be able to help um, not only the educational system, but the junior college system um, as a whole. So uh, correspondent speech writing for the president, uh, strategic planning and scheduling for the office, um, strategic planning for the college as a whole, um, and then also to improve the efficiency and effectiveness of the president here at the college. And then on the chief of staff side of it is to help oversee the marketing, the community relations component, the community engagement, media relations, communication, sports information, and all of that for the institution, as well as serve as the liaison between our cabinet and um, the president and the staff and the president. So, Great. And Derek, what about you? I am the executive director of two regional campuses for the University of Mississippi in Tupelo and Boonville. Um, I am responsible for every aspect of operations under both of those roofs. So that with regard to classes, that's keeping the lights on, keeping the building in shape, uh, keeping the grass cut, and my roughly 25 staff members that I have that report to me. So every day is a new challenge. No two days look the same, but it is very much like running two small universities, just not at the scale we have in Oxford, but just sure. as important because they provide outreach to Tupelo and Boonville. Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting to me, I think when people think about working in higher education, probably the two things that typically come to mind are either teaching or athletics. And so I'm excited that you guys get to represent like a little bit different perspective because there's a lot of different things that you can do in the field of higher education. So Derek, maybe why don't you continue, like give us the abbreviated version of the pathway that led you to where you are now. I was the first person in my family to attend college and I was a uh fortunate to get academic and athletic scholarships. Initially, the goal was to become a doctor, but a physician. After a year of freshman biology taught me that wasn't the case, I ended up majoring <laughs> in history. When I graduated, I moved into a sales and business development position with the textile mm -hmm. company. That led me to earn an MBA. My alma mater just happened to need someone 
and they said, hey, would you consider applying for this position in our fundraising arm? I applied, I went back and found that I really liked higher education. I ended up going to Vanderbilt, earning my doctorate. And since then I've been at a university in Tennessee. I moved to central Illinois to work and I've been here in Tupelo for the past six years. Okay, man. And I didn't even know there was a campus in Boonville. Like I knew about Tupelo, didn't know about Boonville. So this is really interesting. So it sounds like, uh, you know, lots of diversity of experience, not exactly where you started, where you thought you were going to end up, which I've heard is a theme in a lot of the people that I've talked to for this podcast. Tyler, what about you? How, how did you get to where you are? So uh, born and raised in North Mississippi, came to Itawama Community College as a student after graduating, was really involved in at the community college level, student body president, working on campus as a student worker, graduated, uh, decided to do an internship. We have a family friend that's a senator. Um, so I worked for his Senate office in Tupelo. Went to Mississippi State, got a job in the president's office at Mississippi State as a student worker. After graduating from Mississippi State, went to D.C., did internship uh, in Wicker's office, Central Wicker's office in D.C. Had an opportunity to stay in D.C., but got a call to come back and come on full-time in the president's office at Mississippi State. Basically doing special assistant work for Vice President Tuck. Then got a call from Itawamba to um, come. They had an opening for uh, Alumni Foundation. So fundraising Mm. work. I did that for three and a half years. Thought that I needed a change of scenery, I guess. Decided to do consumer and commercial lending at a bank. Did that for 14 months. Decided that that is too routine. Um, The physician is, is the same thing every day, and that's not what I enjoy. So um, this position came open. It was my dream job. Um, It is something that I wanted to do from ever since I started at Itawamba was chief of staff. It gives me an opportunity to work behind the scenes and make a difference. And that's what I enjoy. Yeah, that's great. So I hear both of you like a really interesting and varied road that led you through lots of different things. One thing I also want to call out is that I that I hear in both of your stories is the importance of um, networking and maintaining strong relationships. So in both of your cases, you had maintained relationships with people that ended up actually reaching out to you. And that skill of like being interested enough in people following through in your word, being trustworthy, that causes people to hang on to you is worth highlighting. Um, maybe, Tyler, let me stick with you for a moment. Give us give me like a, um, a, a short vignette, an example of like an interesting challenge maybe that you've even dealt with recently. I think everybody and Derek can probably attest to this, too. The biggest challenge that we can all talk about right now is that of COVID-19. Yeah. Um, trying to wrap our minds around the decisions that we're having to make um, at a 30,000 level. Uh, yeah. Is it the right decision? You battle yeah. every night before you go to bed. And I mean, it's just the unknown. You have yeah. so much unknown. And Derek, I'm sure that you're also experiencing something similar. Would you add to that or would you highlight a different challenge that you've been thinking about? I was thinking about a challenge I had when I was at Eastern Illinois University, that, but that was dealing with Tony Romo, then quarterback for the Cowboys coming back when he was dating Jessica Simpson and how we keep all the press from killing each other. But uh, that's probably a little bit past its uh, freshness date with today's (laughs) students. I think it's COVID-19 because for me, I just highlight it's a cultural change. Ole Miss is a university that has had organic growth online. Today's students are very accustomed to taking classes online uh, down to middle schools. Now, I know in Tupelo, you can take at least one course online before you get to high school. So I think for a lot of our faculty members, that was a significant change, especially mid-semester. I think the biggest challenge was helping our faculty pivot so quickly. Derek, sticking with you just for one moment, you you mentioned there's all kinds of 
operations and functions that you kind of oversee in your position. And I know from my relationships with higher ed that you can do a ton of different, you can be in a ton of different kinds of careers, like everything from IT to engineering to like groundskeeping to teaching, athletics, administration, leadership, communication, PR. I mean, you can do any and all that stuff and more inside higher education. Uh, Maybe starting with you, Derek, just briefly, why would you suggest that somebody consider trying to pursue their career in a higher ed context? I think number one is just the quality of life we have in higher education working for universities. Uh, As someone who spent a short time uh, at a very large national corporation, it was something like $4 billion in revenue and 14,000 employees. And it's just a different lifestyle. And at universities, it's no less complex and it's no less difficult. But I do think that there's more of a team element at a university then you're going to uh, find at many businesses or corporations. It's a quality of life issue. You yeah. just go somewhere and you're working for a mission-driven organization. When you have people and they're looking for these maybe big careers, a lot yeah. of people overlook the fact that Ole Miss itself, while not one of the largest universities in the nation, we're almost a billion-dollar annual operation. I mean, yeah. we, are a, we are a large organization, so yeah. the opportunity's there. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, Tyler, what would you add to that? I mean, uh, same thing. I'll, I'll uh, echo Dr. Markley, but I will say that at Itawamba, we like to uh, basically coin it as the ICC family. And that's yeah. because that's how we look at our employees. That's how we look at our students. Um, we are nothing more than a family. Um, and then we're going to have our trials, um, but we are at the end of the day going to all come back together. And um, it's that that network that we're able to have here at the, at the college. And it's the same way I think at Ole Miss, um, like, like Dr. Markley said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's clear there are so many different ways to have a career inside the space of higher ed. And I think one of the things that does tie it all together is you can see that the output of your work is having very real impact informing people, helping them think, helping them grow that next generation of leaders and workers and, you know, that sort of thing. So, hey, thank you so much, you guys, for your time. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Roy. 